Borough guaranteed fourth place in the championship after a really poor defeat to Rotherham in a really poor game with one of the worst refereeing performances I think I've ever seen. It's the Uruguayan curl to our end. What is up guys, Matthew here, welcome back to another episode of Project Borough. Today we're looking at Borough's penultimate game of the season, or the regular season as it were, as we went down to Rotherham who needed a point to stay up and we lost by one goal to nil in what was a very, very uh, poor game and I think it was made poor by one of the worst refereeing displays I've ever seen by Keith Stroud and I'm not just saying this because... Borough had a man sent off just before half-time when he shouldn't have been because at the same time we arguably could have had two other players sent off at at some point in this match as well and um, it wasn't just decisions that went our way, it was decisions that went against us, decisions that went against Rotherham, Um, it was an awful, awful refereeing display by Keith Stroud, He, he made so many, well big mistakes but then so many decisions that were small decisions just were wrong as well it was a honestly an awful awful refereeing display and it made the game so stop starty and it made it what was already a very a very poor game even worse um and it was just a bad game um this is one that's not going to be on the end of season promotion dvd when borough win at wembley um it really really isn't and um you know you look at the context not just of this game, but the last two games, I think, which, of course, Borough have lost two in a row um, on paper. You'd look at that and say, that's not good going into the playoffs. But in context, I am not worried at all by these two defeats. And I think poor refereeing has played a massive part in both. Obviously, we, we spoke about Luton in the last episode, to which Borough played well with a better team and dropped two points due to a horrendous refereeing decision and a really, really awful dive. And again today, you know, it was a pretty even game first half. Um, Borough, you know, you've got a team at home who are fighting for their lives. They need a point to stay up. They're going to give it absolutely everything with a huge crowd they're going to waste time, they're going to try and slow the game down, they're going to try and make it scrappy, they're going to try and do everything they possibly can to guarantee their survival, and they have every right to do that. And then you've got a Borough team who have a couple of injured players back, a couple of more players injured, and clearly a team who is operating at maybe 60-70% uh, in terms of their intensity, the way we're trying to play football, um, clearly aside for me, who are just trying to get to the end of the season without any major injuries or any more major injuries. And I think it's a case of what would you rather have as a Borough fan at this point? Would you rather have momentum with an injured team or would you rather have not great momentum, a couple of defeats, but a fully fit squad? And we've seen it against Luton. We saw it again today. Michael Carrick changed things up once again. Um, a couple once again though enforced which is a bit of a shame Um, we did see the return of McNair we did see the return of McGree um, especially McGree 
huge, huge player to get back into the team. Hackney and Akpom come back in. Um, Dyke Steele and Jones started once again, um, and we also, you know, had a uh, had a, a couple of bad injuries. We had the likes of Ryan Giles, who apparently has had a knock in training, which is hopefully not a bad one. I'm praying that that's not a bad knock because he's our best creative player. On top of already, of course, having Ramsey out, there was still no Dale Fry here. Um, Max Force, he's still out as well. Um, and Johnny Housen, our most experienced player and captain, pulled up in the warm-up. Hence why McNair was brought straight back in. So, yeah, it's it's weird because you know we were able to welcome Tommy Smith back into this game as well, but we've also had one or two that missed out again. So we're just getting injuries at the worst time and. You can understand why Borough would be very, very cautious to avoid any more players getting injured. And that's that's the way this game went. Um, you know, first half, and Carrick alluded to this in his interview, um, Rotherham made it a game that suited them. Borough, of course, won a, you know, a very uh, fast, fluent game where they can get on the ball, they can, you know, build momentum, create great moves. They don't want a game that is stopping, is starting with set pieces, that's going out for throwings with, you know, the whistle being blown every five minutes, and that's exactly what it was. Um, you know, the referee, like I said, was blowing for both sides for challenges that that just weren't uh, fouls. It, it players were going down injured. They had quite a few injuries uh, during this game, and you know, I thought we started pretty well. McGrew had a really good chance early on. Uh, where he was played through, uh, he chipped the keeper, it was cleared off the line, and you know, first 10 minutes I thought we were really good, but then the game eventually leaned into the way Rotherham wanted the game to be, and that was scrappy, bitty, stop-starty, and they just wanted to come away nil-nil, a point would have got them safe, so they were happy for that, and, and we never really um, picked up after that, we sort of stalled in second gear first half, and never really... Um, gotten out of it and um, I must say a couple of huge decisions um, especially from a Borough point of view Hayden Hackney got away with a blatant red card in my opinion I mean if this was against Borough I'd be furious I mean he you know Ogbené gets away from him and he professionally fouls him but not by tugging the shirt or pulling back at him he literally tries to to wipe him out with his legs and his feet are high his legs are high he, he hits Ogbené I think on his hamstring on top of his leg it's a high challenge it's reckless um Ogbené went off injured after that how Hackney avoided a red is beyond me if I'm honest um very very lucky to avoid a red card there but um it didn't matter because Borough got a red card anyway on the 45th minute and this one wasn't a red card um the ball was played through John Hugel was sort of half turn with with Dykesteel. They sort of bundled over each other um, for a free kick outside the area. I mean, it probably was a foul. Um, I think both players sort of had a... It was a bit of a coming together, really. But Keith Stroud thinking, even though his view was perfectly clear, he had judged Derek Steele to have been the last man, which, well, doesn't make any sense to me. We had McNair, we had Lenahan on the cover. Um, Hackney's was a red. This just wasn't. Um, and Derek Steele was off on the brink of half-time and, and uh, we had to take Archer off at that point and bring on a returning Tommy Smith and, and that, for me, was always going to make the game a lot harder because it was already scrappy, it was already bitty, it was already really tough um, and Borough were a man down so it was always going to be a very tough game following that and not long into the second half Rotherham did get their lead through, I think it's a Dauphin, might be how you pronounce his name and yeah, this wasn't great Tommy Smith, I think it was, who lost the ball 
Um, he didn't have a good return, I've got to be honest. Um, I thought McNair slotted in and did well. Uh, I thought McGree came back in and was brilliant, like he'd never been away. But Tommy Smith wasn't great here. And uh, yeah, he, he lost the ball. Comes across the face of the box. Um, a Dauphin takes a shot. And I don't know if Stefan was wrong-sighted. I don't know what went on, but he just didn't move. Um, and I, I, I'll stand up for Stefan more times than not because I feel like he is so unfairly criticised and is a scapegoat for many Borough fans but I cannot understand why he didn't even move Um, I don't know if he thought there was a deflection if he couldn't see it if he was wrong sighted I have no idea but yeah Zach Steffen I think should have at least made an effort he still might have not saved it but it didn't look like it was right in the corner it was not a nice goal to see go in and after that, you know, Borough somehow had to get back into it. And like I said, Rotherham were going to keep making it stop-start. Going to keep making it a really, really uh, bitty game. Borough were never really going to get a grip. Never really going to gain any kind of momentum. We had moments where we had some good play. But we never really created anything after that. And of course, you're a man down. And, you know, even with a man down, one positive I will say about Borough in the second half is you couldn't tell we were a man down. You know, we still dominated the ball we still had more momentum we still I think looked the more likely to get a goal um so the positive is that you know even with a man down Borough still were were more than competitive and was still arguably the better team but the damage was done and arguably it could have been worse because there was another possible red card for Borough uh, in the second half as Dara Lenahan who was the last man took down one of the uh, Rotherham forwards I don't know who it was but this this is a bit on the fence for me I, I don't know if he got a touch of the ball. If Lenahan got even a tiny bit of the ball, then fair enough, it's not a red card. But if he didn't touch the ball, um, it, it was a definite red last man. And, and again, the referee didn't give it. So, I mean, on another day, Borough could have had three men sent off in this game, which is crazy. On another day, we might have only had one or two. It was bonkers. But, yeah, you know, Borough didn't really create much. The only chance, the only save that Keeper had to make come from his own player. I think it was a cross deflected towards goal, which he saved. But Borough... Never, ever got going after the first 10 minutes. The game was made real scrappy and wasn't helped by a sending off. And yet, the other two might have been sending offs, but the one that was given wasn't. So that's just the way it was. Um, And, you know, you look at this game similar to the Huddersfield game, which we lost, among others. Um, You know, they had 0.35 expected goals. Borough only had 0.64. Probably one of the lowest, I think, we've had under Carrick. It's only the third game. In Carrick's tenure where we failed to score following defeats to Sunderland where we also had a man sent off the defeat to West Brom uh, and now this they didn't have um, many shots they had four we had seven two big chances they didn't have any um, and we had five times more passes than they did they only had 55% pass success we had 84 with 500 passes we had all the possession but didn't really do anything with it um and pretty much, you know, we, we had them on toast in all departments. But, um, yeah, one thing I will say, though, about Borough, we had a lot of set pieces in this game. And the biggest weakness for us is our set pieces. We are utterly dreadful from set players. And, you know, that was probably one of our few avenues of getting in during this game. And we just were awful. We are awful from set pieces, it's a matter of fact. So, yeah, it petered out towards the end, uh, a really frustrating performance from Borough, and, you know, this was a nothing game. Um, I think that's a lot, the way a lot of fans sort of 
took this. Um, same as the Luton game, you know, it's weird. It's a luxury when you've been guaranteed playoffs three games early, but then the games in between are weird. You kind of, do you attack them with the same level of intensity that you would do anyway, or do you try and plan ahead for the playoffs and plan around the squad, rest players like we have, try to avoid injuries? I think it would have been easier for us if we hadn't had the number of injuries we have, but that's probably, you know, scared us a little bit into making sure we don't get any more so that's why we've rested players that's why we've took our foot off I think so I think it's circumstantial as to why Borough have lost the last two I don't think it's a case of oh we were terrible in both games we've lost two on in a row we've got no chance going into the playoffs not at all um, the Luton game as I said should have at least got a point from that today on any other given day we would have probably gotten you know something from this game at least a draw perhaps but um yeah, we've lost two, it doesn't look good on paper, but I'm far from worried. You know, some Borough fans talking of how worried they are that, you know, the playoffs are gone. I've saw some reactions saying that this team would get walked over, the floor would be wiped of them if they were in the playoffs. That's just not the case. Like, complete overreaction. And the beauty of this Borough team is that we can turn it on like that in a game. And, and I feel like if we keep getting players back, We've got nothing to worry about. Like, literally, these are games that, you know, we're just trying to get through. We're not going to go up. We're not going to go down. It's a luxurious position to be in. Um, I'd much rather be in this position, planning ahead for the playoffs, than being fighting, you know, in the pack below us, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, with injuries like we have, you know, and anxiously worrying that we're going to make the playoffs or not. We're in a great position. And I think some fans need to calm down, if I'm honest. Um, we just need to plan ahead. And I think the big thing is getting something from the final game which is Coventry because Borough guaranteed fourth now they can't go they can't go down um, next week we're playing the team below us at home being Coventry and the team that possibly were likely to play in the playoffs I mean it would take results below us to go a certain way um, Millwall play Blackburn on the final day um, Blackburn still have to play today that I record against Luton and ideally have to win if they want to stand a chance of getting themselves in the playoffs because Blackburn are going to be three points off with a far inferior goal difference going into the final game of the season. So depending on what happens in the later game today depends on what happens on the final day because Millwall have Blackburn. So, you know, Millwall are in a position where a draw might be good enough but both Sunderland and West Brom could beat them on goal difference. So we can't have Sunderland. We can't have West Brom. Um, because they both can't finish fifth unless we batter Coventry and Sunderland nip them on goal difference and Millwall lose to Blackburn. So there's so many ifs, so many buts, so many maybes. Um, but I think it's more than likely that we play either Coventry or Millwall in the playoffs. Um, in terms of who we're playing, I'm not even going to bother trying to discuss or predict that until it's confirmed. But the big thing for me is either way we get some form of a positive result at home to Coventry. That's the key thing. You know, the last two we can kind of pass off as nothing games where we're resting players, taking our foot off, whatever. We've got to get something at home to Coventry. Um, the first thing, and there's two reasons for this. Firstly, momentum is something you can put on the back burner, I think, when you've got a couple of games to spare. But you definitely want to go into the final game of the season with a result. Absolutely. And it's good that we're at home. It's good that it's an absolute sellout. Um, and I'm sure Coventry will come. They're still fighting for a playoff spot. They're going to want to get a result that should hopefully up our game and we will perform 
Um, and, you know, we've got to get something from this game just to take something in the plus. We can't lose three in a row and we can't lose to Coventry as well because that could be the team that we end up playing in the playoffs. This, this could be the, the first of three games in a row against Coventry and the last thing you want to do is lose to them at home because that'll take so much confidence into the Coventry camp going into the playoffs when they've got us at home in the first leg. They then know that they can beat us in the away leg so they'll have the confidence in both legs that they can get a result. So just in case it is Coventry who we play, we have to get a result just for the, the psychological point of view as well as anything. Even if we don't play them, it's big for us. But if we do, boy, we have to get something in the next game. So the next match is a big one. You know, you, you can pass the last two, fair enough. This one, Borough have to pick up some form of a result. Um, and fingers crossed, Johnny Housen is back. Fingers crossed, Giles is back. And if we can also somehow get Dale Fry back into the fold and Aaron Ramsey, if he hasn't gone back to Villa and isn't staying there, then that's massive for us. So yeah, this was a nothing game, not a great performance, but it doesn't matter in the grand context of things. The next big one for me is Coventry, where Borough have to take some form of momentum into the playoffs because that could be the very team that we play in the playoffs. But no worries, no panic like some Borough fans think the world's ended um, because we've lost two games in a row, both by questionable refereeing decisions, but there we go. So, yeah, I'm going to go into the next the next game positively. Um, I think we'll win. I think our home record is fantastic. We've not failed to score in a home game against uh, under Michael Carrick against anybody, so I think we'll win. I think it'll be tough because Coventry are fighting for a place in the playoffs themselves, so they're going to be desperate to get a result and they'll probably bring a ton of fans up. It'll be a great game. But I do think Borough will win. I think we'll win 2-0 or 3-1. Um, I think Coventry might get a goal through Jokeres, probably. Uh, but I think Borough will win either 2-1, 3-1, something like that. Um, and we'll carry a, a win into the playoffs, hopefully a, a fitter squad into the playoffs. Um, and it could well be Coventry who we play, but that is just not even worth worrying about, to be honest with you. So yeah, it could be Coventry, it could be Millwall, it could even be Sunderland or West Brom. It still might be Blackburn, who the hell knows, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So that's my thoughts uh, today, guys, on uh, the Rotherham defeat, is what it is. We move on, no biggie. So do hit the like button if you've enjoyed it, subscribe for more, hit the bell too so you never miss an episode. I do lots of gaming content on the channel, but I do... Project Boroughs after every Borough result. So I'll be back with another one after the Coventry game. Fingers crossed we get a result at home there. Comment below your thoughts on this result and the Borough, whether you're a Borough fan or not. And yeah, big thank you for watching. Take care, guys. I'll see you all next time. <laughs>